Welcome back to the 24 podcast, the unofficial podcast for Fox's award-winning show 24. My name again is Joshua Rivers, and we have Mark with us again. Hey, hi guys. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. And so good. I was, uh, I, I shared this on Twitter and we talked about it just before this, but I, I was frustrated because I was watching it live and halfway through we just totally lost the signal for the show. And so that was very disappointing. <laughs> so then right before recording here, I had to go on the website and, and watch it again. And so I wonder if this was like a some sort of plan for Hulu or something where they're like, ha, we'll get people to sign up. That way they know they get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an evil plan. It's a government conspiracy. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh. You know, as I'm watching this web episode, all I could think there was one word that I thought of as I was watching it. Which is to say, we're we're talking about episode number six now. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff in this one. It was it was fantastic. I think it was uh, was it our pal? Yes, it was our pal Jack, not Jack Bauer, Jack Zola, <laughs> that uh, last night had said uh, tonight's episode really felt like old twenty four. And that 24 was officially back. And I completely agree. I mean, it was it was very, very quintessential 24. Definitely. And so, I mean, there was the the, the undercover Jack um, putting someone else in harm's way like he normally does using them as bait. Um, right. There was uh, the torture. And mm-hmm. so with the which <laughs> which with that, I want to give props to Jack Zola for completely calling that. I mean, I'm I'm looking at my Twitter feed right now, and at 4:09 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so this is about an hour before it would have went live for Jack. He said, "I think there will be some old school torture in this episode," and there he was. was right. I also want to, as we're giving props here, Josh, I want to give props to you because since it happened, you have been calling that that whole signing of the transfer order would come back to haunt us. Yes, and, and, and it started to rear its head. It has done so, and Boudreaux is starting to backtrack yes. <laughs> and realizing that he screwed up. And yes. I think the Russians are realizing he screwed up too, which, of course, we know in true Russian form means that they will start hatching a plan to take matters into their own hands. So let's yeah, just one, be prepared for that. One thing I thought was interesting is um, Boudreaux was saying that he was going to get back to him. Mm-hmm. And and the Russian guy said today to, yep. to get back. I, I I can't think of a time on twenty four they said here I'll get back to you today. It's always within the hour. Get back to me within the hour. And he didn't say that. He did. <laughs> he didn't say get back to me within the hour or anything right. like that. So so that that's what I was expecting him to say, but he didn't. He just said today. So that gives Pedro a little bit of time to try to think of something, I guess. But I'm thinking right. that's gonna come up pretty quick. Yeah, I think so too, and I think that was uh, the Russians realizing that Boudreaux is probably trying to <laughs> push it <laughs> off if he could. <laughs> I think he very, and you saw him look at the signature, so I'm pretty sure they probably at this point have probably compared signatures and said, wait a second, either President Heller hurt his hand in a tragic pickleball accident or his handwriting doesn't look the same. <laughs> Yeah, he he was kind of looking at that. So I I don't know if he's suspecting that. I mean, he, he might be suspecting that it, that it was forged, but I don't know. That is so a possibility. It, I, I'm I'm thinking probably. And so it'll definitely be interesting to see how it plays out exactly as all this unfolds. 
Yes. Very, very interesting. So we, uh, yeah, there was a lot in this episode. I was, I was very happy with it. Of course we, uh, we, um, we find out that Simone's not quite as dedicated as she once might've been. Yeah. Um, and we also see that her brother called that and was slapped for doing so. Yes. <laughs> um, but then proven to be correct in his assumptions. Right. Very quickly. Um, and I feel, I don't know. Do I feel for Simone? I think I do. Um, I think it's pretty obvious from not only the episode and her decisions there, but also um, that teaser for next week that her mom really has no loyalty to her anymore. No, she she doesn't really have any loyalty to her mom. I guess we could go that way as well. Yeah. The the mom, uh, uh, Margot, seems to feel that everyone should be loyal to her, but she has no reason to be loyal the other way around. But well, Margot would argue that you need to be loyal to the cause. That would be true. Not that that's actually the fact, but that's what she would argue is that's the case. But yeah, you're right. And it was interesting to see uh, Simone, you know, fight back crying as um, Navid is being wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have the, the telltale, you know, dead person phone, which seems to happen often. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how their phone always rings right after they die. I mean, that happened to What's-His-Bucket in the uh, hotel room back in, what, season two? Is that two, one? Season one. Season one, yeah. So uh, it, it's it's interesting. It's uncanny, the timing of these people um, to call right after their friend has sadly passed from this life. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that leads to, uh, you know, Simone being trusted to... Um, uh, take care of the problem and it's interesting and I think you're right that you know it really isn't a, lo- a loyalty to Margot because she really plays on that when she tells Simone you know I trust you to do the right thing she's really playing on the I really hope that her fear of me and her commitment to me is more is stronger than anything else because she can right. tell I think right there that she really does not want to do this and um, doesn't want to hurt them she obviously has a very good relationship with her sister-in-law and uh, her niece, and uh, yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. It was a. It, it seemed to be an unintentional stabbing, which just leads to get friends. Can I can I share a public service announcement? When you're fighting <laughs> with someone, put the knife away. It, it never ends well. Somebody always ends up falling into the knife every single time. See, and yeah, that's why moms always say, "Don't run with scissors." Right. Exactly. You never know what could happen. Don't run with a butcher knife. We have learned by that experience. Right, we've learned by sad experience from Hollywood that you just, it's like a magnet. When you start fighting with somebody, your stomach is a magnet for a knife. So please do not, do not run with a knife. Don't fight with a knife. It's just not good. Unless you so, plan to stab someone, then. That's right. That, that's right. a different if, issue. If, you're, if your life is in danger, <laughs> if your life is in danger, just make sure there's a knife somewhere in the vicinity and they will fall on it and that will save you. So yeah, <laughs> that's a good Good public service announcement. Anyways, back to the show. Sorry. Yes. We have, well, you know, we care about people and, and we need to have some public service announcements in the middle of our show sometimes. So Yes, we do. Anyways, let's <laughs> see. What else? What else? Um, I, I don't want to talk about the uh, ending until the end just because it changes everything. Yeah. Now we have... Although we uh, do need to save a little bit of time to talk about it. Kate did a really good job with the uh, torture 
Um, she oh, she yeah. held up under pressure. She yeah, she's uh she's you know a chip off the old block there, just like Jack. Yes. And so I uh well what I was see what I was impressed with, um even more so than the torture thing was when he like pulls out the uh, what you call it to put her to sleep and she's like okay just make it count and then does it herself. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah, nice. she, you are like Jack. Yeah, she, she, she very. I mean, obviously, she's she's trusting Jack, mm-hmm. um, because I mean that kind of takes a lot of trust to stab yourself with something that's gonna put you out when you're going to a known terrorist arms dealer. Right. Um, so that takes a lot of trust to be right. able to do that. And so I mean, obviously, then she's dedicated to the cause of saving the president and the country and avoiding world war three well and i think she also um and and tell me if you agree with this josh but i think she also is kind of in a place and i think this is why jack knows that he can trust her she's in a place where she has nothing to lose i mean her husband has supposedly betrayed the country and i mean she's being you know basically drummed out of the cia at least the active service because she didn't recognize this. And so I think Jack recognizes where she's at because he's been in similar situations where he's she he's she's really got nothing else. And so he knows that she does care about protecting the president. She does care about her job and is not giving the opportunity to do so, to you know, to fulfill her job. And so he's giving it an opportunity to basically do what she wants to do, and that is obviously uh, fulfill her duty to protect the president of the United States. So I think he plays on that a little bit, and I think he guesses right. Um, right. He realizes that that is a motivation that she has, or a, a lack of motivation, I suppose you could say, since her husband's a scoundrel. Yeah. I wouldn't have said that before today's episode, but um, yeah, that was interesting. I, I was, uh, you had mentioned to me, it's funny, Josh was finishing this up right before we started recording, and I'm getting like messages on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> the drill's out. Interesting stab. <laughs> Just like getting the play by play, which I just finished watching. But so yeah, the, I like the stab. That was good. The the whole pulling yourself up thing that had to kill her shoulders. Yeah, no. That's all I know. Ouch. But she did very well. And uh that was interesting. I was also interested the uh the interaction between Jack and uh what's his name? The arms dealer. Um what was his name? Oh, I don't remember. It's, uh... Yeah, he's not even being – I don't even think he's going to be listed. He was only in like 10 minutes of the show. Anyways, yeah, um, that guy. Let's get on here. That guy. That guy. Anyways, um, it was interesting to watch theirs. And, and you know, Jack's years of experience plays into uh, – comes into play here where he basically calls the guy's bluff. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, so-and-so, you would have talked to so-and-so. What's his first name? Jack's like, you know, and Chloe's trying to find out. And Jack just basically takes a guess, knowing that if he guesses wrong, he's dead. Um, And guesses right. Mm-hmm. Ben did a fine job of doing so. Also, I thought was interesting in this episode, we find out what Jack's been doing for a few years. Yeah, at least two of those years. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it's interesting to find out that he is still on the side of good. Um, Not interesting. I guess I'm not surprised, but... I, I kind of expected him to be more along the lines of what he was doing between uh, season six and seven, mm-hmm. you know, where he's just kind of doing his own thing, staying out of everybody's way and, and hiding. But he's obviously actively been, you know, taking down 
you know, international organizations, which again goes back to, you know, Jack Bauer's the greatest superhero of all times. While being hunted by the superpower of the world, he is also single-handedly taking down international organized crime. Yes. That's pretty impressive. Very, very impressive. I mean, someone's got to do it, so. That's right, and and only Jack Bauer can, really. And it's interesting that he did so without being, like, a mole for somebody. I think he just probably just dropped evidence and hoped that the bumbling federal agents from various countries would catch him. And they apparently did. Yes. So that that was impressive. I was I was happy with that. Which brings me again to wonder why Kiefer Sutherland is not being featured in the new Expendables movie. <laughs> I mean, if we can have Bruce Willis in there, if we can have Kelsey Grammer in it, we should have Kiefer Sutherland in it. That's all I'm saying. Yes. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> what what else have we uh, failed to discuss? One thing I think was interesting. Okay. Is um, the prime minister was able to catch wind about Heller's um, what, what, whatever we're calling it, Alzheimer's dementia, whatever. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously there was that display when they're in the room together and he repeated himself and then everyone just kind of looked at each other. Um, but but I mean, but then one of his aides or I don't know what right. they're. They're Might called chief of staff. Yeah. Something like that. And so um, they, he, they, they mentioned that. And so, and so I, I'm kind of wondering how they got that information. I mean, I, I don't think they would be able to totally deduce that just from right that, that incident. So they must've gotten information somewhere, somehow right about that. And it's not something that's known apparently by the rest of Heller's staff. Right. So, I, I, I'm kind of curious as to how that that plays out. If there's going to be um, something revealed that that someone's leaking the information to him or or what, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it would be Boudreaux. Um I'm thinking not because he's wanting to keep it hush hush, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it'll be something that uh, I kind of feel like it's going to be information that won't necessarily how it came out will be beneficial not beneficial but i mean important relevant. yeah relevant that's the word i was looking for thank you that was very kind of you to yes <laughs> save me there um from bumbling around uh but i do think that we're going to find that it's going to maybe not in the next episode but probably in the next two episodes somewhere in the next two episodes it'll come to a head as far as uh you know alistair will call him on uh the fact that he has dementia and that will come into play um, because it obviously already has. I mean, that that's what informed the decision to follow Jack. Mm-hmm. And you know what I was thinking though? Can I, as we were watching that of yeah. all of the seasons of 24, we could never keep video surveillance of somebody ever with Chloe at the helm of all technical aspects. We could never keep track of somebody and here the British are able to do it. Come on. How does that happen? Yeah. We need to hire them to work for us because I was like, no way. How does how do they keep track of him the entire way when he's trying not to be found? Yeah. But apparently apparently they're really good. That's all I know. I'll yeah, give them props. No, 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 granted it was very low quality. 
the right. The, the but tracking. they were able to fall. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, Jack would have given anything to have that sort of luck. I guess you could call it for several seasons. I mean, how many times did we see him miss lose somebody with air? Well, you know, with satellites or something. Right. And yeah, we exactly. always tried to keep up with them, and we always couldn't. And now here the British do it. Yeah, I know. How dare they? I know. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying they're they're very good. Yes, that's all I know. Yes, very good. Um, so it was also also I thought it was interesting the uh, conversation between Jack and Boudreaux. Yes, that was um. It was interesting, I thought. I thought um, it was funny the way that Jack handled it. Or Jack's basically like, what do you want from me? And it's like, I, uh, I heard you, uh, heard my wife came and talked to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would you guys talk about? You should probably ask her about that. <laughs> well, I'm asking you. He's like, I love Jack's look like, dude, what do you want from me? I'm going to be <laughs> dead by the end of the day or in prison. I, I don't know what you think I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. Flip and leave me alone, jeez. Yeah, just let me, just let me go out there. Let me die in peace. Let me save your father-in-law. Right. Like, yeah. Why don't I credit. do something while you just sit here? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, when he said, "Excuse me, I have to go," I kind of expected, "Excuse me, I have real work to do," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then when um, uh, Boudreaux went to Audrey and told him that he that he went to Jack, which I was actually kind of surprised that he told her that he went to see Jack. That was gutsy. Yeah, so I mean, he, he he's he's opening up a little bit more, so maybe he's starting to realize that he needs to have a little honesty in his marriage. Right, like, maybe. Well, I think he was trying <laughs> to dig first. I I think he was trying to dig and see what she said to him because yeah, I don't know that. I don't think he completely believes what Jack told him that Audrey had said, you know, that he was a good man and, and she was very happy. Yeah. Because some Mainly of her actions because, have shown. <laughs> yeah. And I think he knows that she's not happy. There's been a lot of tension. And I think he's understanding that, you know, there's some challenges in the marriage, I guess you could say. So I think he was kind of trying to dig and, and Audrey to her credit was not going to, incriminate herself not not that she really i mean she didn't do anything or you know lie or anything but you know it's one of those i I loved her comment at the beginning where it's like um what'd she say she's like um i can't remember oh she's like uh you didn't have to do that which when she said it the tone sounded more like why in the hell did you do that (laughs) that that seemed to be a little more of the tone she was using rather than you didn't have to yeah it's like, yeah, everything's taken care of. You have, you don't need to be jealous and right. checking up on me. I'm a big girl. Right, and I think that's kind of what it was. Why are you? Because he said, you know, I'm concerned of what this is going to do to you or how it's going to affect you. And she's like, you know, the look was kind of, you know, haven't we had this conversation? I don't need you to protect me. Yeah, I was going to say he forgot their conversation from uh, yeah. an hour, hour right. and a half before. Right. So that was, I thought that was an interesting interaction between Mark and and both of those folks. Um, I'm curious how quickly it's going to get to the point that the Russians call Heller, and Heller says, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, just waiting for that. I, I'm, I Again, I don't think it's going to be too long. I think it's going to... I think you're right. 
I don't know about the next episode, but it may be the next episode. If not that, then definitely the one after that. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Russians are going to give him a whole day. No. I really don't. I think he's going to get a couple hours tops to get back to them. Although he said he was going to meet them, so we'll see if he uh, tries to sneak out and meet with the Russians. Um, yeah. And making deals with, you know, countries in this show like the Russians or the Chinese. Nothing against them in real life. I have nothing wrong with those countries or the people that live there. But in the show, <laughs> it never works out well. Yeah. <laughs> it, it never works out making a deal with these people. Um, so that, I think that's going to be interesting. I think you're right. I don't think that it's going to be very much time at all before we find out that, yeah, something's going to come to a head there. So what do you think um, the prime minister is going to do with Jack? That is a great question. I think we're going to have a heated discussion between Heller and the prime minister. I think um, Heller's going to tell me you have to trust me. I could see Fry at that point bringing out knowing that he has dementia and Heller basically saying, um, you know, yes, I've had some lapses, but it's not, a you know, this was not one of them. Um, you know, using Jack was not one of them. He had the guy. Um, I think we're also going to find out that, you know, you know, Chloe still is in to uh, the arms dealer's computer system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it, it might come out quickly enough that, you know, where Marco is or what she's doing. Although we do find out in that promo that they find out at least that her daughter's in the hospital. So I don't know how that happens, but. That yeah. Happens. Yeah. But so. I, I think I think that being said, we know Jack gets loose. Or is released. I don't know which. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, um, but like you said, that that's probably going to be the conversation between the president and prime minister. There's probably going to be a heated bit debate between them, right? And then, so in that process, I think that that Jack will get released to go back into the field because, um, right? Because Chloe was tracking that cell phone, so she's probably going to get the cell phone that's to right. find out whose it is, where she's at. And then that's what's going to tip off laying in front of the bus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, she gets taken to the hospital there. And so and then um, then as we saw in the preview, apparently uh, Margo gets upset and she's going to use a drone to blow up the hospital. I think (laughs) upset might be an understatement. (laughs) When you're willing to blow up an entire hospital to kill one person who, by the way, happens to be your daughter. I think upsets an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> I think unhinged might be a better word. <laughs> Out of Obsessed, your mind. Deranged. Obsessed. Yeah. Psycho. <laughs> I think we could go to psycho. I think we could get that far. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I could see it being a matter of Heller saying, uh, you know, I, I still think that might be where his dementia comes out in the open, at least with the British. Um, and he says, I, I can see that line where he says, yes, I've had some, you know, some lapses. Uh, this was not one of them. Uh, you know, Jack is the only reason we know where she is. And Jack, you know, we now have a, I don't know that Heller finds out about them knowing where it is, because if that was the case, well, I guess, you know, Heller could convince him and, you know, continue to sanction Jack to continue working. So I, I don't know if he's working under the direction of the president or at least the the knowledge mm-hmm. of the president. Um, but I, I think, I think that's going to be the conversation is, you know, obviously Jack was not backstabbing us. Obviously he knew what he was doing. Um, do we condone his methods? No, 
Uh, do we wish he would have tor- allowed one of our CIA agents to be tortured? No. But the fact remains he has given us the only leads we have today. I think it's going to come back to that, which, you know, Jack said over and over again, you know, people want results. I provide them. Right. You know, as much as you get mad at him, as much as you get frustrated with him, he follows. Th- I mean, he comes through every single time. Right. You know, you don't like the way he gets there sometimes, but the fact remains he's the only leads they have. So it'll be interesting. Right. Yeah. And, and if he didn't come forward and expose himself, I mean, they'd all just be right. sitting ducks as it is. So then they'd have nothing to go mm-hmm. on. And he didn't have to. I mean, I think it, I think he's going to make that comment at some point. I didn't have to come back. I knew that if I did so, I was basically risking my own life. Right. You know, I, I think that's going to be, you know, his evidence of, you know, why he's, why he's telling the truth and why what's going on is, you know, um, what he really says is going on. So that'll be interesting. I think, um, yeah, that's a, I think we're going to get some, some, you know, discussions coming to a head very quickly. But, you know, uh, we, we saw in that promo that obviously Margot has people within the hospital. Um, so she's got a fairly extensive network, I'd say. Yeah, or at least um, someone that's close to the hospital. Right, close uh, enough to, to be get able there. to get in. So right. I, I couldn't quite tell from the little clip. but So I'm curious if we're going to be able to trust Simone now. Um. While her mother hates her, I don't I, I don't know how much brainwashing she has undergone. I don't know if she's going to be able to turn on her mom, even though her mom's trying to kill her. I don't know. I mean, a um, couple missiles being launched at you might kind of turn true, you against then. someone. So, But then again, you never know. I mean, there might be that endearment that... Right. <laughs> well, and she might really believe in the cause, too. That's true, know? too. And if that's the case, it might be a, it might be a matter of uh, what's her name from uh, season was it five? Uh, yeah, that had. The you know song. what I'm talking about? Yeah, it might be one of those where it's like I'll help you because of you know my son, or in this case, it'd be like, I'll help you because of you know what she did to my my husband, but I'm not helping you beyond that, and I believe in what she's doing, kind of a thing. So, right, it could be that sort of plot line. Um, but maybe not. I mean, she's young enough that maybe she's going to realize that her mom's completely off her rocker. Um, and that would be a good thing for her to know. Yes. So anyways. Yeah. And then we have um, we've been kind of putting this off, but I think we need to yep, jump to it. There. Um, Jordan Reed. He's yes. A, he, he's a pretty sharp guy. I like so him. He's he's almost up there at the Chloe level. Um, yeah, I like him. I think him and Chloe would get along well. Yeah, I think well, they, they, they're, 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 I want to know when I they think start both would have that personality of trying to compete. That's true. Um, so it might be kind of a duplication of season seven, Milo, of uh, Milo, uh, Arlo, right? Well, like well, well Arlo. No, I was thinking season seven with um the FBI. Uh, oh, Janice. right. Yes, that kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of thinking that, and then by the end they would get to it's like okay, yeah, we you know what you're talking about kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, he, he, he's doing some stuff and he, he comes across where there's some missing sectors, um, in the files of, um, right. What's her name's husband? Um, uh, Kate's, Kate's husband. husband. Yep. And so, and so he's like, Hey, this doesn't make sense. And then in walks, um, Navarro, 
mm-hmm. um, after almost getting blown up. Right. And he's walking in and Reed comes to him and says, hey, uh, you, you need to see this. He says, hey, we, we're, we're in the bitty middle, middle of something. And, and he says, no, I think you want to see this. And so he says, hey, look at this. There's there's this missing information, this missing sector. And I think I could recover it if if you can just if I can just get this access and. And bar, basically says you know? it's not and basically he tells him it's not going to stop anything else I'm doing. He's like, I'll run it in the background. I can keep looking for Margo. I can keep doing all this stuff. Right. And 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 that's when you first really I mean, I've heard some people have some suspicions before. And right. but I haven't seen anything that really showed it. Um, but maybe I, I guess it's probably just from past experience of 24 that, hey, someone's got to be a mole. Um but but they talking about Navarro being a spy, someone that was planting information mm-hmm. against Kate's husband, and so which we find out in the end here that that is what happened. Right. And so he was trying to stop Jordan from being able to access that information to be able to try to pull it back up because that would right. trace it back to Navarro. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I think it's. Um... See, I didn't see it even then when he was having that conversation with Jordan. I didn't even, I didn't even guess it. I figured he was just kind of, you know, in typical, uh, you know, in in line with several CTU directors, who you know get tunnel vision basically and say, no, no, we're not going to waste time with this. Um, we have to get this, and it's you know tunnel vision, even though it you know could you know have impact on on the day's events. You know, Chloe dealt with that with several people where it's like, no, Chloe, we're not worrying about that. She said, but it could be important. Yeah. No, we're not worrying about it. You know, we have other things to deal with. And and I really did not expect him to be the mole. Um, you know, and and uh even when it came up, like I don't know if it's just because I really liked him, uh, but even as he's having this conversation, I'm sitting there thinking, Well, maybe maybe he uh was, you know, maybe part of what Jack was Jack asked for was for him to be a part of this or to do something. Um, you know, I'm like, well, maybe Jack's on the phone. It's just a scrambled phone or something. And then I heard the British accent. I'm like, oh, crap. Dang it. Dang you, Navarro. Um, so, yeah, he's obviously. And then my next thought was, oh, come on. He's the CIA station chief. That couldn't really happen. Then I thought of Charles Logan. And I was like, well, he was the president. So I guess I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I I go back and forth between saying that was completely, you know, predictable and at the same time i honestly i didn't see it coming and maybe i'm the only 24 fan in the world that didn't see it coming but <laughs> i didn't see it coming i was i i was team navarro um i don't know if i was team navarro but i liked the guy i, I really did i thought he was a cool guy um mm-hmm. but i don't know we'll see we'll see how that plays out i think that that's an interesting dynamic um to know that you know the entire cia is basically being directed in um ways not known and i and i cur- i'm curious too why he's doing it. what was the reason for framing her husband right that obviously it's going to come into play i mean does it have something to do with margo or is it completely separate and it just happens to benefit her um i'm yeah. curious i don't know i don't i don't know what the reasons are going to be i'm sure we'll find out next episode i think they'll probably start to dig into that a little bit more yeah and then i'm also curious to find out who was on the other line mm-hmm. yep and so well we know some people it's not we know it's not graham right we know it's not uh jack's dad right we know it's not um john voigt what was his name jonas hodges 
we know is not who else has died. <laughs> <laughs> we know well, no, it could be Henderson, except he doesn't have a British accent. We don't know that Henderson has died. Um, Maybe he could have developed a. We know it's not Charles Logan. We know that. Um, hmm. So we we can deduce a few things, but we don't. You're correct. We do not know who it is. We just know some people. It's not obviously they have a British accent. Mm-hmm. So that narrows it down a little bit more. That means it's not Tony. Yeah, I heard someone mention that, but yeah, the the accent wouldn't fit. But then again, I mean, he you never know. It. But I, I I don't see Tony doing a English accent. Right. You could be faking it, even but even probably being scrambled, not. but right, yeah, maybe they can scramble your accent too. Is that possible? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> maybe you put it through one of those filters, like uh, like you talk to your phone, and then you can have it play back in a different, different way. So yeah, so maybe he's doing something like that. Yeah, so I think that pretty much wraps up most everything yeah. in this episode. Yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Navarro next week, and that's about it, I suppose. I mean, I can't think of anything else that we uh, we would need to discuss. I think we've pretty much covered it. That was the big bombshell, so. Yeah, and so, I mean, uh, well, one thing I just thought of is we, we didn't see anything or hear anything about Adrian. Right. So Adrian. I, I'm kind of wondering if he's gone or well, maybe he's I the guy behind too. the voice. Kind of oh, that the voice. would be a twist. That would be a twist. That would be interesting. That well, just uh, came to my head looking through the list. So tune in, tune in next time for when Margot goes crazy and starts bombing all of London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, using all using all her missiles to be able to cover up what she wants to use the missiles on. <laughs> that would be really hilarious. It's like crap. I used all the missiles. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. So what do I do now? I guess she'll just dive bomb the drones into the ground at that point, right? Just like do a kamikaze pilot thing into where the president's staying. Yeah, I guess something. <laughs> I don't know how much damage that would do, but I guess if you get a direct hit, that can. Right, not as good as a, a, a missile, I suppose, but. No. It's funny. But, I mean, planes can't take down buildings. But yeah, those, that's true. those seem pretty small, but. Right. Even right. still. But yeah, so uh, website is the24podcast.com. So you can be able to go there, get the um, show notes. You leave some comments for us there, and you can also get access to leaving us feedback. We'd definitely love to be able to hear what you'd have to say about the episode. And so definitely love that. And then Twitter is at the 24 podcast, or you can get Mark's Twitter as well, which is at, at S-Crop2, S-K-R-O-P-P. Too. Yeah, and so definitely love being able to see some of the different conversations um, to be to be able to kind of have some debates and try to brainstorm together on some of the things that may or may not happen. And so definitely be excited to be able to do that. And then, uh, yeah, iTunes reviews would be very nice. And so I didn't get the check in the last week or so. So uh, if you left a review up there i'll be checking it again and so we're definitely thankful for that and so having an itunes review and subscribing in itunes is a way that helps the show to become a lot more visible to other people it helps us to be able to climb in the rankings for that Mm -hmm. and so we would definitely be appreciative of any reviews there and welcome to all of you who are new listeners 
Yes. Oh, we should have started with that. Yeah, that's okay. But we said it at the end. If they got this far, they'll know. Yes. I mean, who would who wouldn't make it this far? I'm sure everyone that starts finishes. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. Next week, can't wait. I uh, just saw too. Um, as we end here, real quick, I just saw John Casser uh, tweeted that um, they're getting ready to record the finale. Ooh. And they've only got about a week and a half left there in uh, UK. So that's kind of sad to me, actually. <laughs> I feel like we just started. Yeah, we no, just that's... started, John, and you're leaving us already. Of course, then, you know, the second that the uh, the finale finishes, the tweets are all going to be, is it coming back next year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're prepared for that onslaught of Twitter messages already. <laughs> And so, depending how the season goes, we can we can do bring back Tony and bring back twenty four. Yeah, bring back Kate so. too. I would do it. I would do bring back Kate. I would subscribe to that. Yes, even if they kill her off, we'll still still do bring back Kate. That's right. <laughs> if it's not on, if it's not on the screen, we don't know that it happened. Even if it, even if it works. is on the screen, we'll we'll bring her back. Well, yeah. I mean, Tony was supposedly killed on screen, and he came back. Yeah, I mean, Jack was killed on screen and he was brought back. Maybe Kate and Jack will ride (laughs) off into the sunset. (laughs) There you go. Could happen. Stranger things have happened. Maybe they'll ride off into sunrise. That could be as well. I don't remember what time. I guess, well, I guess it would be in mid-morning. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Unless they skip. True. Anyways, I guess we should quit rambling and actually say goodbye now that we started to do that <laughs> i hate saying goodbye all right it's not goodbye it's just <laughs> till next time see you later all righty have a good week folks bye